stone won't fall until the podcast of the dragon comes to your device. Hey everybody, my name is Morgan. You might know me as the Grey Warder on Twitter and Discord. I just wanted to give you a teaser episode of this podcast. It's an analysis of the Wheel of Time. I just wanted to do something a little bit different, kind of a deep dive into different topics. I really love the chapter-by-chapter analysis. There are a bunch of really great podcasts that do that, but they don't do spoilers, and I'm really bad about not spoiling things. So uh, I just figured I'd do some in-depth stuff, a little bit of piecemeal, uh, really get into some different topics. I really love the Wheel of Time, and I just want to talk about it to other people who love it, and uh, really go into what's great about it. For this teaser, I just wanted to do something short, so I picked a topic outside of the source material, and I'm going to explore why Robert Jordan thought it was a good idea to put the fate of the universe in the hands of immature teenagers and leave it up to them to save the world. The reason I wanted to kind of bring this one up is because I was hanging out in uh, one of my discords that I like to hang out in uh, the White Tower Discord. If you haven't listened to the White Tower podcast, I give a shout out to Jess and Jen. It's a wonderful podcast. Those are some great ladies. Their Discord is great, and I highly recommend it. Uh, Hanging out in that podcast Discord, people were complaining about the general immaturity of the characters of the Emmons Fielders, the way they interact with each other, their relationship skills or lack thereof, um, and just how aggravating they are. One person in particular was saying that they didn't know whether it was really a believable character trait that Egwene and Elaine would ignore the exhortations of an Aes Sedai to shut their mouths and let the grown-ups do the talking. And uh, I kind of weighed in a bit with my personal opinion about why I found it believable and why I think that Robert Jordan had his characters be so young. And I think that there were a couple of reasons for this. For one thing, coming-of-age stories are very popular. They're really good as far as story development and character development. What a better way to have character development happen than to have your characters literally be growing. They're growing up, and so they can also grow as characters, as the plot progresses, uh, they get older, they get wiser, and it's very appropriate because they're at a cusp in their lives where they're turning from children into adults. It's very effective, it's a good literary device, and so it's popular. Um, It appeals to a particular type of audience, so it hits that good fantasy niche there. Uh, It speaks to a lot of people who remember very much what it's like to be young when you feel lonely or powerless or like you would just like to have a little bit more than what you have right now. And there's something to that that makes fantasy appealing. But while I think that Robert Jordan was making really good use of the coming-of-age motif, I don't think that that was 
actually the real reason why he decided to have our main characters, the Emmonsfield Five, particularly the four younger ones, be the young age that they were. I really do believe that it was a matter of writing what you know. Robert Jordan was a soldier. He enlisted in the Army um, and served in the Vietnam War. He was born in 1948, and he he served two tours in Vietnam uh, from 1968 to 1970. He was born in October of 1948. So it's safe to say that when he joined the army in 1968, he was probably still 19 years old. So about the age of our protagonists in the story. So at the time that was most formative for him when he faced his greatest trials, when he went through combat, when he faced trauma, he was basically still a kid. And so he understood what it was like to have to go through terrible traumatic experiences while still basically having the mind of a child and having to figure your shit out and grow up fast because it's a matter of survival and miss a lot of the more nuanced maturing that young people do so i think that it's incredibly believable that our young characters would behave the the way they they behave um make poor decisions do impulsive things be really bad at relating or being in relationships uh talk to each other poorly or not at all and just kind of be the kind of train wrecks out in the world that they are. And I think when you're beating your head against the wall, wanting to strangle them and scream at them, that's kind of the point. If anyone has ever raised a teenager, you want to strangle them and scream at them quite a bit because that's just what it is to be a teenager you're trying your best, but you're making a lot of dumb decisions because your frontal cortex hasn't solidified yet, and you can't make your best decisions because you're just, you don't have a fully adult brain. And I think it was very purposeful that the Emmons Field Five, or particularly the four of them, and Elaine, Gowan, all of those characters were young. Robert Jordan knew what he was doing with that because he remembered what that was like and he knew what it was like to be that age and experience trauma and violence and see terrible things and he knew what it did to a person and so I feel like we're supposed to want to slap them And we're also supposed to be proud of them and impressed with the developments that they make and the growth that they go through. And depending on the age that you are when you read the stories, you're either supposed to identify with them or be glad that you're out of that phase or else once you get old enough, I'm in my 40s and have raised a teenager at this point, 
be proud of them if you're patient. I'm some people hate teenagers. I'm personally kind of fond of them. I hate children that are under the age of about 12. Uh, so I feel an especial fondness for them, despite all the stupid things they do and the dumb choices that they make and the really terrible way that they interact with each other because, you know, sometimes I want to pinch their nostrils and hold their mouths shut until they stop kicking. For the most part, I just... I understand. It's like, go out in the world and do the best that you can, and then while fireballs are flying at you and you have to make terrible decisions and watch people die and be responsible for that, I'm not going to judge you too harshly if you aren't really good at talking to your boyfriend or, you know, you do something impulsive when you probably should have kept your mouth shut because all in all, you're talking about some young people who really rise to the occasion and manage to save the world. So hopefully this gives you a decent idea of what this podcast is going to be about. I didn't want to use any of the source material because the teaser episode was going to be kind of short, but you'll definitely be making use of the short of the source material in further episodes. Uh, Hopefully you'll be patient with me. This is definitely a learning process. Uh, I had to learn a whole bunch of new skills in a short period of time. And I'm making use with uh, limited equipment. I'm basically doing all of this on my phone. Uh, I hope to improve. I'll get better and better at it. And hoping that my content will make up for any lack of sound or editing skills. And that everybody will just be patient with me. The Watt community is really great. And I really feel like it's full of lovely people. And I'm just glad to share it all with everyone. And really glad that you're all out there listening. And really appreciate you all tuning in. You can find me on Twitter at Warder Gray. That's Gray with an E. If you have questions, constructive criticism, or suggestions for good episode topics, you can email me at podcastofthedragon at gmail.com. I'm the Gray Warder on Discord. The podcast doesn't have its own personal Discord, but the Watt Trivia Challenge, which is found on Twitter at TriviaWatt, and there's a link to the Discord there. I'm the High Inquisitor. Uh, you can go there. You can join a whole bunch of the teams and participate in really awesome trivia games. And I am the High Inquisitor there. I think up lots of evil questions. And this podcast has its own personal channel there. So if you go, you can talk to me in that uh, podcast channel. And I also hang out on Discord in the White Tower podcast Discord, the Wheel of Time Spoilers, that's the Fox and Raven Media Discord, uh, Stuck on Arrakis Discord. My music is by Kevin McLeod. I got that on the Free Music Archive. Um, I'm Morgan. Call me the Grey Warder. And I am a thorn to the Dark One's foot and a bramble to his hand.